No writing error. Yay. What is up, you guys, and welcome to the podcast. I am Zamora Love. And Princess Booty Shorts here, live and in action. This time. <laughs> we'll see you about next time. <laughs> anyway, uh, like I said last week, Princess was going to be in control of this episode, but that's not happening. So if you were looking forward to that, I'm so sorry. I'm still holding the reins here. But maybe another episode. Maybe. We'll see. But anyway, how are you doing? It's been a while since you've been here. I've been living, you know, doing what I got to do. Just taking shit day by day. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I had a lovely self-care day. uh, So that is why I am not in drag today. Because once I do a facial, I refuse to put makeup on my face. Makes sense. So, yeah, that was pretty lovely. Um, But, oh, we forgot to do the greeting. See, it's been so long since you've been here. Um, Spark up. Roll up. And pour up. I'm drinking wine today. A nice cab. Anyway, y'all, this is Two Queens, One Blonde. Two queens, one blonde. Two queens, one blonde. You better spark it up with two queens and a blonde. Two queens, one blonde. Two queens, one blonde. Two queens, one blonde. You better spark it up with two queens and a blonde. All right. So, we are talking about something today that I can't believe happened. I'm sure you can't believe happened. And I'm sure many of people can't believe happened. I really can't believe it happened. But three years ago, on March 11th, 2020, the earth stopped. And we were put into a full lockdown. Not even just country. It was like the entire world just stopped. So... Happy three-year COVID anniversary. I I don't know when the rest of the world did. But on March 11th, 2020 is when America said, we're going on lockdown. Because I know everybody did it on different times. But where were you in 2020? Where were you in 2020? Where were you in 2020? (laughs) Do you not remember that song? Where were you in 92? Where were you in 92? No. I want to say that's the Azalea Banks song. It might not be, though. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm actually going to Google it now. But yeah, honestly, I remember me, you, and I think Mikey were all at maneuvers, and we were getting lit, and then it was literally that weekend, the weekend next week, the next weekend, sorry, my brain stopped working, Um, that's when it shut down, and we weren't outside no more. Oh, it's not by Azalea Banks. And that's not it. <laughs> That's not it at all. So sorry for that noise. I'll find this. Oh, hello. I know exactly who it's by because I just found it. Ooh. It's by MIA. Oh. And it's 
COD XR2. This song. Okay, wait. Because we're going to get a copyright because that was 10 seconds. So we're going <laughs> to wait a second. <laughs> and then continue. And now continue. Where were you in 92? Where were you in You never heard this song? No. Wow. Where were you in 2012 when it came out? We were a freshman year in college. But no one ever played this. I was listening to this all the time. I, I was, was going, obsessed with MIA. I was going through my somber phase. A lot of Lana Del Rey, Mumford and Sons, Sleeping at Last. So this is literally, it came out 10 years ago. Hmm. So in 2023. Or maybe it came out in 2007. When the fuck did this album come out? XRT, you said it was called? XR2. XR2. Because it's saying that the song came out nine years ago, but then it's saying the album came out in 2007. At this point, I'm confused. It came out in 2007. Okay. So how the fuck did the song come out nine years ago if it came out in 2007? It didn't come out nine years ago. Make it make sense, y'all. Anyway. So, um, yeah, this episode is all about COVID and um, lockdown and quarantiniana. And so, yeah, make sure that you are mentally prepared for this episode because we're going to go down a little bit of memory lane. Trauma lane. Trauma lane, <laughs> memory lane. And also, I'm telling you this now as a reminder, do not under smoke under. Yes. However, when you're taking your hit, look away from the camera. And as long as you're out of frame, you're fine. Period. So don't take your hit facing this way. Take it. And you're good because we cut off anyway on the walls. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I had to give her the rundown because, bitch, YouTube is trying to block a bitch from being great. Not YouTube. That part. So, yes, um, where were you in 2020? You were saying you remember what now? We were out at Maneuvers when Maneuvers was open. Manny's. Rest in peace. Um, we were out just lit, dancing upstairs, and it wasn't busy at all. And then, like, the next several days, it was lockdown. We were like, oh. And we weren't outside for no longer. I remember a lot. A lot happened for me. So, back in that time, I was working what was, to me, my dream job. Um, because I was finally in corporate America... Um, doing a sickling little job at um, Groupon. And... Wait. How the fuck do you spell quarantine? Q-U-A-R. Found it. It's right here. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to type something in and have it set up. I'm going to cut this out anyway. All right, wonderful. Um, yeah, so I was working at Groupon. I had this wonderful corporate gig with these wonderful people. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I just burned a hole in here. Sorry, Mom. 
I thought you said she doesn't listen. Boundaries. <laughs> anyway, um, wow! I just burned a hole in the bottom of my lovely little thing. Well, I guess it's officially mine now. Because literally, every time I burn my bedding, I burn my couch. I've literally burned everything that I buy that's nice. Every time I have something nice, I burn it. I was just supposed to be like, this tablecloth hasn't been burned. This is not nice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wow. I'm actually very gagged that I just burned this like that, though. But it's all right. It's okay. It's in my house moment, anyway. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I was working at Groupon, and I remember that at that time, I was just getting better because I was sick for almost two months. She had the run. I had COVID, didn't know. Um, And then... I was just starting to feel better, and everybody was talking about what they were going to do, what the potentials were, and then at that time, you remember it started with everybody thinking we were just going to have two weeks off. <laughs> Wait, no. Everyone except me, because I worked through the entire pandemic. Oh, she was an essential worker. Uh, didn't feel like it. What makes you feel and not feel like an essential worker? The way that my job treated us. Well, she was still an essential worker. Point is, <coughs> I was told two weeks, we're going to work from home. Uh, they did not give us off. They just had us work from home for two weeks. Or at least that's what we thought it was going to be. And we're like, okay, cool. So we settled in in March. <laughs> Literally. March 11th, which is this upcoming Saturday. This comes out on Wednesday. So on Saturday, um, which was a Thursday for us, that was our last day of work in the office. And then they told us that we were going to be working from home. They gave us off on Friday. They didn't really give us like off, but it was more so like they were making sure that we were all set up and good on the watching my face. So instead of... Um, working, we just set up all of our at-home equipment, and then Monday we started our work-from-home journey for what we thought would be two weeks of work-from-home. Chokes on us, it wasn't two weeks from work-from-home. How long was it? Until we got fired. <laughs> we it wasn't fired. It was... no. I'm talking about until oh, like current this, day. Oh, this past one? Yeah. yeah. Nobody ever went back to the office. They literally, once we left on that Thursday, March 11th, 2020, we never went back to the office. Now, they opened back up the office and people were able to go to the office if they wanted to, um, but nobody did that. We all, for the most part, I mean, occasionally you'd have like a person that was like, oh, I'm missing the office and they would go and then it'd be low, but there's nobody here. So, but they gave us all of March. We ended up working from home and we were gagged, but I was loving it at the time. This room was actually my first office. I've had my office in every room in this house. I love that you love to reorganize, like rearrange stuff. I don't. If it was up to me, this still would have been a dining room. <laughs> don't make it seem like I had like 
reorganizing the shit. I don't. You said just put an office in every room. Bitch, it was literally just putting the computer on the dining room table. Screaming. And then I got tired of being in here, so then I moved in the living room and I put the computer on the coffee table. Can you have that big, like, oh, you still have it it's in your room now? At that time, I didn't have it in there, though. At that time, that was in the drag room. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my TV was just on this in the living room and had a coffee stand or a coffee table. So I set up shop on the coffee table. Then that wasn't working. So I moved into the drag room because I had cleaned up the drag room and it was so beautiful and gorgeous. And I had this big ass table in there. So I set this whole table up like a desk and then I would do my work. And then if I had shows, I would move the computer and then just paint right there on the desk. But then all my fucking technology started getting covered in Powder. powders and stuff. So I stopped doing that. And then I started setting up in the dining room. Well, in the living room. But it was where the dining room table is now. I had set up in that corner with the coffee table. Because I was like, I don't need the coffee table for now. I'll just set up like a permanent spot. And I put like a bunch of pillows and stuff on the floor. So it was like real bohemian rhapsody type <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And so um, that was the setup for a while. And then eventually that wasn't working for me anymore. So then that's when I set up that desk that's in my room. I put that in the living room and I put my TV on top of there and I put the setup at the bottom. And it was like that for a long time until I realized that my house looked like a fucking frat house. And I hated that. So then I moved that into my room. But this is also a different point. So let's go back a little bit. When COVID started and we were locked down, this dining room was the original office. Then towards the end of that, I moved into the living room. Then they furloughed us. And it was right after I moved into the living room. So I worked in here for almost a month. The first week of April, they furloughed us. We were furloughed until September. And then I went back in September, the end of September. And that's when I was working in there. And that's when I did all the changes. Stayed there until 2023 when they terminated everybody because they're going under. You didn't hear it here first. Allegedly, just in case somebody wants to <laughs> be like, well, you were in your podcast saying the Groupon is going down. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> we are not liable for anything said about Groupon. That part. Fuck Groupon. Um, but yeah, when it first started, I remember living the dream. We were working from home for the first time. I had this dining room set up like the office, so I would get out of my room. Go And I didn't even drink coffee, but I always drank coffee in the office. So I would literally get up in the morning and I would either order McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts. And I would get a little coffee and I have my little breakfast. <laughs> and I would like literally take my shower, get all cute and shit and come to work in the dining room, which was my little office. <laughs> and I loved every second of it. And then what happened? I don't want to go into what happened next. What was going on with your life during this whole time? Damn it. Again, I was working like full time working. Okay. So what changes happened at your property during this time? Oh, 
So well, a lot of people stopped coming because I worked at the hotel or whatever. Um, so occupancy was hella down. They implemented a lot of rules. They installed like the sh- face shield guards or whatever, like the barriers around the counter. Um, for guests, we had to put people in like every other room. We only can up like have people in a certain amount of rooms. What do you mean? Like they couldn't be in rooms next to each other? Correct. Why? Be, to slow the risk of COVID. That's stupid. There was a lot of stupid shit that was implemented during <laughs> COVID and quarantine when you really think about it. But the gag is like, they were like, <laughs> oh, people have to have masks on. Like, okay. So then at first we'd be like, hey, you have to have a mask off. But people would just not listen. So eventually I was just like, F this. I'm not saying nothing to no one because why am I going to get cussed out? Speaking of masks, March of 2020 was the most amazing time to be alive when it came to memes and funny shit to laugh at. Let's think about it. Do you recall all the crazy things that people would make a mask out of for going to the grocery store? Absolutely. Oh, my God. What was one of your favorites that you can recall? I think someone did like a Star Wars like Star Trooper helmet and I thought that was funny. Um <clears throat> there was a lot that I saw, of course. Um I think that one of my favorites by far uh was the person who literally took a um What were those things called? A jug, like a water. Ho- no, like a um, it was a Hawaiian punch, like a jug, a gallon or whatever, however much it was. But it was like a Hawaiian punch one, and they cut a part open and they just put their face in the jug, <laughs> and were walking around with a Hawaiian punch jug on their face, protecting them from COVID. It's camp, honestly. It's performance art. That's what it was. That's all that was. I don't know what it was, but I just question people's decisions like all the time. I was like, really? This is what y'all thought was fit? Like, literally, there were people who were wearing Halloween costumes, the mask from the Halloween costumes. There was people who used lettuce wraps. And they just wrap their face in lettuce. Here goes somebody else who used a jug, but this one is one of those big water jugs that you... Like from the cooler. Mm-hmm. Somebody with panties. <laughs> I saw that one, too, a lot. People would put panties over their head. Come on, panties. The mesh ones are absolutely batshit. Like, why? At least, like, the panties are covering something. Did you start wearing a mask right away, or were you anti-mask? I started wearing a mask. I was like, fuck it. I was terrified to get COVID. Is it because you already had it? No, I didn't know I had it. I was terrified to get it, though. And so I started wearing a mask right away. Uh, But it was kind of difficult because at that time, I was uh, bartending at Maneuvers. And also... Maneuvers was supposed to be closed. 
like the that rest of everybody. We were was like in a prohibition close. era, yeah. bitch. Yeah, and we literally took uh, black garbage bags and cut them open and taped them to the glass windows in the front and the glass doors, so you never knew if maneuvers was really open or if it was closed. We made it work. We did what we had to do. You're still in the streets. <laughs> because at that time, it was like, okay, bitch got to make a coin. And so bartending was all I really had at that moment. And then I was doing my side hustles. Um, <clears throat> Drag-wise, <clears throat> I was not booked out in Boys Town yet. I didn't start getting booked out in Boys Town until 2021. But in 2020, I was booked out at Maneuvers every week. Plus so, your Instacart, too, during the daytime. Yep, I was Instacarting to side hustle. And then, of course, that's when unemployment was at an iconic, iconic amount of $1,400, which I was loving because it was only a little bit less than what I had been making at Groupon. And I didn't have to do shit. However, I gagged when they cut that shit in... I want to say it was August. They cut that in August. And in August, it went down to like 600 and something. Regular unemployment. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah, no, I can't live off of this. So that's when I really <laughs> started hustling with the the uh, Instacart and side gigs. Um, What is something that you, oh, damn, I guess this really doesn't apply to you. Because you kept working. You're not a fun person to do this episode with. I should have did this with Ebony. Um, I literally, I'm so upset. Like, that truly pisses me off. Where I'm like, what the fuck? I was going to say, what was one thing that you wanted to change during that two week off from work that we, or not off, but that two weeks in the house. But you didn't. I was there. The two weeks. I was in. The hotel. Okay. You well, know what I would have changed? Me being home. That's what I would have changed. It wasn't all that was cracked up to be. For you. For everybody. See, so Everybody so, in the world. I can speak for everybody in the world for that one. You can literally ask anybody that worked from home during that time period. And at first we loved it. Everybody loved it. And then you realized, bitch... Now I hate my house. I hate being here. Because literally, when you would go to work, all the drama and all that shit was at work. And then you would come home and you'd be able to disassociate and not have to deal with that until the next day. But it's the difference when you're at home. It's- and it's done and all you do is close the computer. You're still in that environment. You're still at home. So it went from being fun and exciting to, okay, this isn't fun and exciting anymore. We're ready to go back to the office. And even when it was time to go back to the office, I know a lot of people were mad about going back to the office because a lot of people had to go back to the office regular, like five days out of the week in the office versus doing like a hybrid thing. And I know a lot of people also did do hybrid, but most people did go back to the office. And that was unfortunate. For them, I don't know what that was like. <laughs> I got to stay home. So what would you change? What's in those two weeks? 
Um, what I wanted to change during those two weeks, I wanted to go back to work snatched. And so during those two weeks, I was definitely in my fitness game. I was waking up, working out every day because the way that my job was, I was on the clock for eight hours, but I wasn't working for eight hours. Like I would work maybe for, well, at that time, at the beginning, I would work for about seven and a half six hours out of the eight hours by the end of COVID bitch was working like two hours out of the eight hours not even really two hours I was able to get my job down and done within an hour you were out golfing with us when you were supposed to be working um it wasn't because you say supposed to be working like I had work to be doing you're right I had done all my work (laughs) right you were on the clock I was like I had spoken with all the accounts I needed to and also, I was able to link my job to my phone. So if any of my clients did reach out to me, I was able to do all the work from my phone and then continue on with whatever life I was living. But yes, 2020 is also when I fell in love with golfing. Shout out to Arthur. Arthur took me golfing for the first time. Shout out. And we would go golfing all the time because... I can't remember if Arthur was working from home at that time yet or if he was still in the office. I think he was working from home. Okay, yeah. He was working from home, but he was off on like Monday, Tuesdays. And I wasn't off on Mondays, Tuesdays. But I was like, you know what? I don't have to be working. <laughs> so literally would do that. Which was fun. And then what else? What okay, what's something that changed for you in twenty twenty? Like, for example, for me, Walmart being open twenty four hours stopped. Ugh. Which really pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, wait, I need to go to Walmart and Walmart now closes at ten. What am I supposed to do with that? Exactly. Cause I feel like the after hours of Walmart is when like no one's there. It's serene. That's when I get my shit done. Yeah. That's when I go to Walmart. And that's why, like, Woodman's even went down to closing at, like, 9, 10 o'clock. And Woodman's is open 24 hours. And it's employee-owned. What? It's employee-owned. Okay. Well, good for them. So, yeah... I experienced my first um, depression during 2020. Um, Shout out to Mikey for helping me through that. I don't know. It was a very weird time in 2020. I was addicted to... Yep, I just said that. I'm not going to lie. I was friends with um, someone who I'm no longer friends with, which you are. I'm not going to put them out there like that. And um, she lived around the corner from me, and we would hang out all the time during this, like literally daily. I know who you're talking about. And she would pop all the time, and I was just like, oh, I don't get it. And I remember that I had took one. You had gave me one for New Year's at Arthur's house you that didn't one want time. To take acid. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that, but I want to do something. And you got there, like, oh, take this. And I knocked out before the ball dropped on the couch, mad as hell. But, yeah, I ended up doing 
a lot. I'm going to block this out so they won't know what exactly it is. It's nothing crazy. Nothing like Yeah, what? it's nothing like crazy. But it's a pill and a potion. <laughs> We're not overdosing, though. Yeah. And unfortunately, I did not have a prescription for it. And I don't think she did either, but her friend was a pharmacist. Yeah, that's how so. a lot of people are. Actually, no, she did have a prescription for it, but her friend was also a pharmacist, so she would get it with her prescription, but her friend would hook her up with extra. That's what it was. It's crazy. Point is, I was doing that and drinking, like, literally, I would go to Aldi's. (coughs) And I would get the six-pack of wine bottles, and it was, like, $2 a bottle. And so I would just have... A pack of wine, six wine, like big ass wine bottles in my refrigerator. (laughs) And as soon as I got down to like the last one or two, because I was Instacarting so much, I would just make sure that I picked up more wine when I was Instacarting. And so, yeah, it was a low point for me. I was furloughed. My life was going to hell. Unemployment was no longer $1,400. So I was really living in the struggle now because I went from basically making what I was making to, okay, now I'm making not even half of what I was making. Like I was making like a small ass amount of money compared to what I was used to and what I had like built my life on. I was living by myself. My um, bills were all covered by me at that time. Uh, Thankfully the power bill wasn't stupid high because it was coming into summertime. Uh, But I still had a car note during that time. So I was paying my car note still. And then. I don't know. Uh, There were were things. Point is. I had been so used to for years. Living off of a certain amount. And so when that happened, I was like, okay, I really got to pull back and go back to my struggle days. Before I had this good job, before I knew what making money was like, before even I bought a car, like I hadn't struggled that bad since like college when I was working at Charlotte Ruse making what was minimum wage? Eight twenty five? Was it? Yeah, I think it was eight twenty five or it was seven twenty five. It was either eight twenty five. No, it was eight twenty five. Yeah, because when I said seven that didn't sound right. It was eight twenty five. Making eight twenty five working part time at that. But one thing about me is I always had multiple jobs. So I was technically working full time because at that time I was working at Charlotte. And the call center. And the call center. And then I had left both of them and I was working at Mariano's, Starbucks. No, I was still working at the call center when I was working there too. I had left Charlotte because Charlotte ended up closing. And I was at the call center, Mariano's, and Starbucks oops making it do what it do so it was pretty great but at the same time at that time in my life my life wasn't built up on a lot of money so i didn't have a lot of stuff i was living like a broke college kid so to have a lot of stuff and be like living with money for a while and then go back to the income of a broke college kid oh yeah that messed me up And it sent me in a spiral, and yeah, she was over here 
drinking wine all day and popping. So I was literally asleep in a coma most of the time. And Mikey was literally like, are you okay? (laughs) I was like, I'm fine. He's like, no, let's talk about it because you're not. And yeah, I haven't taken another one since then. It's been three years. Good. But yeah, 2020 was a time. Any other notes on your behalf from 2020? I feel like you haven't said much. I've been talking a lot. I mean, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I was doing a lot of psychedelics during 2020. Like a lot. Okay. Well, this isn't a drug episode. This is about like life <laughs> during 2020. Oh, I'm just saying on like the opposite end of your spectrum that you were just talking about. Okay. Anyways. No, honestly, much didn't change for me. I just, it was just the policies that were enforced in my job that really changed. Okay. Well, can you believe it was three years ago? It's still happening. No. Like, what a start. It's not still happening. Let's nip that in the bud now because I'm very tired of people saying that too. COVID, yes, is still going on, but quarantine is not still happening. The uh-huh. lockdown is still not happening. COVID is still happening. Some of the restrictions are still in place. But that specific time in 2020 when the world was locked down, when bitches were getting paid, when PPP loans was going on, and everybody was frauding the government, and all that shit was going down, and... Black Lives Matter movements were happening and the world was literally in flames because everybody like that stuff is not going on now. Like how it was. Correct. We are. That is a past thing that happened three years ago. It's not happening no more. People ain't going up for Black Lives Matter no more. What they are about to be going up, though, is for this LGBT shit that we're about to start doing. So but we're going to talk about that on another episode. I'm still not ready to. I I know I told y'all last week I wasn't ready to talk about it and we started talking about it and I had to stop because it's a delicate conversation that needs to be had and the right things need to be said and I'm not ready to do that but I will be next week so we'll discuss it then but there were a lot of movements there were a lot of things that happened in 2020 hell we've experienced so much in our lifetime like for real a lot of tragedies and like a lot of like rebuilding. Yep. We sure have. And majority of it happened in one year. Majority. Okay. Well, are there any other thoughts that you want to put into 2020? I hated people who like would be like didn't wear their mask properly. It stressed me out so much. It always looked ridiculous. What's one good thing that came out of 2020 for you? Oh. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Digital drag. 
digital drag was not a good thing. It was so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> Why don't you think that? It was a fun time. Digital drag was not a good thing. Because <laughs> one, it got a whole bunch of bitches who don't know how to do drag thing and they know how to do drag now. Said it. And two, we went from doing makeup and getting ready and doing shows to becoming producers, editors, makeup artists, fashion designer. We were doing everything plus making a music video. And to some people, it was like, okay, that's cool. But it's like, no, to the people who were really putting in concepts, really doing like sets and production and that, that was stressful and quite annoying to do, to not get paid shit for. Nobody was tipping like that. Let's be honest. There were a couple times where people were making tips and that was when it first started. But once everybody started doing that shit, no, wasn't nobody tipping like that. You would put all this work in to get tipped a dollar, maybe five dollars. But I feel like it's not necessarily like financially. No, it wasn't a good thing. But I feel like for the experience and what people have learned from it, what we've taken away from it, that's a positive thing. Sure, Jan. It's positive for you, so I can't take that away from you. But that was not a highlight for me. <laughs> it was not. It was fun because I love filming things and producing and editing all that stuff. But it just was not worth it at the end of the day. It was a lot more headache than, I don't know. Because I don't want to sound not grateful for it, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. You could have went without it. I could have went without it. That's fair. I could have went without it. But at the same time, we had no clue when life was going to resume to normal. So the girls had to do what they had to do to make a coin. So like I said, when it first started, people were making some money off of it. But towards the end, yeah, no. It was very like, not another one of these. And then they weren't all good. <laughs> Most of them were really bad. We and it had was a like, show. Girl, <laughs> you didn't clean up the room before you decided to record in it. <laughs> it was a lot of that. So, I don't know. It was just, it was a time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, I think that a very positive change that happened um no shade would be the whole black lives moment because when that happened that's when the chicago the black chicago drag scene took a stand as well and that made a major shift and the people who were booked, and the people who got booked afterwards. So, yeah, it was an unfortunate thing that, you know, some people got canceled from that, but some positive changes were made. And I can say that I benefited from that in a successful way because once that came back, 
like once restrictions were lifted and people were able to start booking, they were no longer booking just the same people. And I know people complain about that now, but I think that the people who are complaining about that now are people who, A, started doing drag during that whole uprise. So they feel like, oh, okay, we were fighting for, um, you know, numerous people to be get booked instead of just the same couple people all the time. And it's like that. It's not like how it was at all. Like now people have a rotation. And I think what people are more so upset about is not being able to get into the rotation because they want to get into the rotation immediately versus putting in the work and realizing that you have to impress before you get put into somebody's rotation. And then once you're in the rotation, that does not mean that you're going to be booked every week. That could be as simple as you're booked there once a month. That could be every other month. I know some people who are in rotations and they're booked like every three months. I'm one of the people. So it's like there was a lot of changes that happened because before that wasn't even a thing. It was literally the same three, four people booked in every show all the time. The same ones hosting. There was not really room for the girlies to grow, especially the black girls. So it's like there was a lot of changes that happened in 2020 for the black drag scene. And I am thankful for those changes because they did help. So that way, bitches like you and I can do drag the way that we do it now. So shout out to all the girlies that put in a fight during 2020. We thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode did not go as I wanted it to because I realized midway through or at the beginning of it that you were not a good person to have for this episode. <laughs> so mental note to self next year when it's March, don't do this episode with her. Do it with somebody else. So that way we could actually go through some. Oh, my God. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. And then everybody because baby no, for the people who weren't working. If you were in their COVID circle, oh, baby, they were hanging out every day, all day, getting lit all day, doing crazy stuff, going places. Even though things were closed, people would go to the beach still. People were, like, making a way because everybody had to be outside. Everything was outside. But it was a time. So maybe we'll discuss that next year with somebody who wasn't a or essential him. worker. Essential workers. I mean, shout out to the essential workers. We appreciated you. Well, not enough, but some of us appreciated you. I did. I was very nice to my essential workers. Very, very kind. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to get into some Reddit stories. <laughs> that was a choice. All right. We'll be back. All right. And we are back. Back at it. Time to get into some Reddit stories. Now, because we took a trip down memory lane, well, a slight trip, um, I wanted to discuss some reddits that took place in 2020 Ooh, this sounds fun 
So we're back about three years ago uh, for this first one. This is a Am I the Asshole. Well, both of them for today are Am I the Assholes. You know, I love Am I in it. <clears throat> that part. Um, so three years ago, let's all take our mind back there. COVID 2020. Am I the asshole for driving away from drive throughs where the cashiers are rude post-COVID? Since quarantine started for me, I rarely leave home. Mostly get work done and I'll typically pick up lunch afterwards. Before quarantine, I was actually less healthy, wouldn't work out, didn't sleep regularly, and would cater to everyone I met. I started getting into a routine since all the craziness has started, and because of that, I'm generally more upbeat and down to socialize slash chat, so I appreciate when even a short conversation is positive. On the other hand, when people are short, rude, or generally impatient, I found myself walking away slash driving away from the situation, even if it meant leaving the meal I had just ordered. For example, I went to Wendy's today for a quick lunch. I give my order in segments, so I pause in between each item. After my first item, the cashier cut me off and told me my total. I responded by saying, I'm not done with my order, dude. Uh, guy seemed high school age based off of his voice and responded by accentuating all right what do you want dude like he was upset that i still had something to order so i told him i just get lunch somewhere else and went across the street this happens probably once a week where i'll drive off because of a short-tempered or generally impatient cashier Almost always get a more positive experience one store over, so I have to wonder if I'm just being an asshole and assuming the cashiers are being purposefully rude. I don't think you're an asshole, like truly, because you don't have to tolerate someone being disrespectful to you. You can drive away. You don't have to take your business there. Take it somewhere else like you do. It's not like you cuss them out or anything. It's not like you're starting an altercation. You just drive away. And from what it sounds like, you're very respectful. I think you're a complete asshole. And I'm going to explain why. First of all, this was three years ago. You're talking to an essential worker, fast food person, three years ago when everybody was feeling crazy and entitled and self-centered because everybody was in their own little worlds in their home. So you're talking to a cashier, calling them dude. You putting dude at the end of it makes it seem as though you did not just say, I'm not done ordering my, I'm not done with my order yet. You had it with a smart ass remark. I'm not done ordering my order, dude. It's probably how you said it. Which is like, what? If somebody said that to me, I would be immediately annoyed. I'm not your dude. You could have just said, I'm not done ordering. And then you could have continued your order. You're also right when you say you don't have to, if you feel disrespected or whatever, you don't. You don't have to put up with it. But at the same time, these are fast food workers. They don't care. So 
you being like, am I the asshole for this? If you think you're the asshole, yes, you're the asshole because the fast food worker doesn't care. You think that the one time that you decided to drive off is messing their day up? It's not. They're getting into it with almost every other person who comes up who is entitled like you and feels the need to, first of all, first of all, you're the asshole for taking, you literally said, for example, I went to Wendy's today for a quick lunch. I give my order in segments. So I pause between each item. What kind of pause is it? Because <laughs> if you're doing like, hey, can I get a, um, uh, I'm just going to say McDonald's stuff because I can't think of Wendy's stuff off the top of my head right now. But can I just get a McChicken? Um, let me get a large fry and um, let me get a iced tea to go with that. If you're ordering like that, okay, fine. I don't think that's how he's ordering. Because I don't think a cashier would think, okay, he's done. Let me cut him off. It's giving like, can I get a Baconator and a medium fry and a small Frosty? And you're an asshole for ordering like that. <laughs> you are. You knew exactly what you wanted when you pulled up in there. Let's stop playing. Let's stop playing this game like it's our first time going to Wendy's and we don't know what we want to order. If you've been to Wendy's, you've been to Wendy's. You like... know what you're going to get. It's not your first time going to McDonald's. It's not your first time going to Taco Bell. White Castle. Literally, you know what you want. <laughs> and if you don't, you're probably spending a couple minutes or not even minutes. Well, yeah, you're probably spending a couple minutes in the drive-thru before you actually get to the window. You have plenty of time to look at that thing and go, oh, maybe I'll try that today. <laughs> or if you can't see it, you see all the posters in the windows. When you drive up, when you sit in there, you see all the little things that they got. You literally can see everything that they have. There's an app. They have apps. There's apps. <laughs> so you are the asshole, sir. You're the asshole for the way that you order because... Who is ordering like that? You're an asshole for talking to an essential worker in the tone that you chose to speak with them during the time of COVID when everyone was on edge already. And you're the asshole because you brought it to Reddit like we care. We don't. I take my statement back. You are the asshole. <laughs> you, 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 you argued a good point. I'm just so glad that you, because when you were saying that, I was like, I see why you're saying he's not the asshole, but no, this is not that. This is not that at all. First comment. Um, unfortunately, this was deleted. Or not the comment, but the, uh, the person who left the comment. Uh, this was three years ago. Uh, top comment. You're the asshole. And then he took a, or they took a part from the uh, story saying this happens probably once a week where I'll drive off because of a short tempered or generally impatient cashier. Then they said, if it happens that often, then the problem isn't them. It's you. Let's also bring that to the light. How often do you actually have a short tempered or generally impatient experience at a fast food restaurant? Not very often. Not often at all. It may have happened once or twice that I can think of. But even then, you just like, right, okay, and you keep it pushing. Like, it's, because you, you know it's not it personal. personal. That part. So, you're the asshole. Asshole. 
Somebody says, I agree with this top comment. Just have patience. Those speakers are shitty. They're dealing with kitchen noise in the background. And most people going through drive throughs go through with the hope of speedy service. So prompting you with your subtotal is not out of line in general. You're an ass in your vehicle stomping your feet like a child. Just calm the F down <laughs> and join the rest of society as a rational, empathetic individual. T. T. Because you're literally throwing a fit in your car. Yeah, fine, I'll go to Arby's then. Yeah. Okay. Bye. And you could have kept that to yourself. Nobody cares. You literally don't even have to say anything. Do you know how many times I've driven off from the fast food place after I started ordering something? I'd be like, actually, I'm good. And then I drive away. And that's okay. They're fine with it. 100%. That's because all they have to do is click cancel. void. <laughs> <laughs> void. <laughs> they either click void item or they click void um transaction which will or order which will kill the whole thing so you're the asshole i definitely dealt with people like that and i'm like okay bye what people who felt the need to tell you that they're going to go somewhere else like their one transaction matter yes and it's the funniest thing they're like well you're charging this much yes well fine i'll go to the hotel down the street okay you want me to cancel your reservation just tell me you want me to cancel your reservation. I'll cancel it. Here's your cancellation letter. Get out. Literally that. Like, you're not ruining my day. Mm -mm. All right. So that was our first Reddit story for the day. We have one more that we're going to get into. Uh, this was from two years ago. Okay. 2021. Um, yeah. So this is when... Quarantine is ending, you know, kind of ending, uh, but people are still on edge and, you know, people are still worried about COVID. And if you got sick, you still had to quarantine because, you know, now you get sick, you don't have to quarantine. Oh, I forgot I had the lighter on my thing and it fell off. Okay. Mm -hmm. I still can't believe I burned it. That's sad. I'm sorry. I could take a little black and just pencil it in and maybe you won't see it. I think I got a Sharpie right here. Anyway. Oh, it's up there. I just put it up there when I cleared off this table. Anyway. <laughs> am I the asshole for being petty? Okay. <laughs> Wait. This is a throwaway account. So it says throwaway. So basically, my 24 female friend and I, 25 male, were talking on the phone until I went out to a bar and had to quarantine for 14 days. I asked my friend to buy me some food with my own money and drop it off at my apartment door as she was going shopping that day. I sent her the money and then she said that I couldn't have it because it was meat. I said to her that we can buy different foods and then the money, wait, 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 wait. This isn't making sense to me. Let me go back and read that again. I sent her the money, and then she said that I couldn't have it because it was meat. So I'm assuming she's somewhat part of like a culture that does not eat meat or is like vegetarian or vegan. But like, she sent. Well, he sent her the money. Yes, and then 
to get him food. Correct. So you chose to go get him meat? No, she said you can't have it because there's meat on the list. It didn't say that. Read it again. I sent her the money, and then she said I couldn't have it because it was meat. Correct. You said there was meat on the list. He said I asked her for food. I asked my friend to buy me some food with my own money and drop it off at my apartment as she was going shopping that day. I sent her the money, and then she said that I couldn't have it because it was meat. He never asked for meat. All he said was, I asked my friend to buy some. Anyway, let's finish it. I think that's something he just forgot to mention. because, Let's finish it. Let's finish it. Maybe there's detail I'm missing. It just didn't make sense. It threw me off at the beginning. Um, So I sent her the money, and then she said that I couldn't have it because it was meat. I said to her that we can buy different foods, and then the money was for me to buy the food. And then the money was for me. Okay, there's supposed to be a comma there. It's for me, for her to buy the food. She insisted on buying only vegan food. And then, okay, right. But the point is, why you over there making that, hmm. (laughs) Point is, he didn't say that, though. So if you're just reading this, he didn't say he gave her a list. All he said was to buy some food. I thought it was implied. No, because when you say to buy some food, I'm thinking going to McDonald's or something. Fast food. <laughs> Buy me some food real quick while you're out shopping. I'm not thinking, oh, you have to go grocery shop. But whatever. Um, she insisted on buying only vegan food, and then I had to pick it up. When the quarantine for me was over, I went out to buy myself a nice and juicy steak to cook. My friend claimed then that she has been exposed to a person who had it. And then asked me to buy her the food with her own money. But then I insisted to give her meat and dairy instead. I made sure she had vegan meats and dishes too. She was pissed. I didn't talk to her. I'm sorry. She didn't talk to me for two days. And then I apologized. Gave her some vegan meats and dishes. I really felt like I went too far. So am I the asshole? This was a weird read, and it's not because of me. It's also because of how he wrote it. Yeah, 100%. But but in short, he gave her some money to go grocery shopping. She said she couldn't buy it because he wanted meat, and she's a vegan. So she bought him vegan stuff and said, you have to come pick it up. <laughs> so then later on down the line, she ends up getting sick. Shoes are revert, or tables are turned. Mm-hmm. And he goes and buys her meat and dairy products with along vegan stuff also some vegan stuff but mainly i'm thinking like the main shit was i would say like milk and probably like eggs yeah pissed her off and now she's mad but he apologized and now he's thinking that he went a little bit too far but he did go and buy her regular vegan food after he apologized okay like sort of but like I don't know. I thought that, like, I thought it was sort of funny. Like, it's not funny, but it's funny because she did the exact same thing. But, like, you shouldn't have done that. I don't know. 
So... The first comment, the top comment here, there's not a lot of votes on this, but the top comment is everyone sucks here. But honestly, like, I would have done the same thing. I don't think everyone sucks here. I think that she sucks. I think that she's an asshole. I don't think that OP is an asshole. Because literally, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. Um, I don't care if I was a vegan. I don't care if you were a strictly a steak eater. And that's literally all you ate was steak and potatoes. If you had COVID and you needed me to go pick you up some groceries, drop them off at your front door, I would have done it. Especially if you're sending me the money. It's not like I'm paying for this out of my pocket. This is your food, what you want to eat. It's not my time to suddenly decide, oh, I'm going to turn you into a vegan. <laughs> you can't eat that. It's meat. <laughs> what? Ew. No. And then you have the audacity to get mad because somebody did exactly what you did to them, to you? No. She's an asshole. He's not. I don't think everybody sucks in this situation. I think that she shouldn't have dished it if she wasn't ready for it back. That's why I said I thought it was funny. It was funny. And then he apologized. Yeah, no, you're not the asshole. And then went and bought her actual vegan and dishes out of his his money. No, you're not the asshole. Somebody commented... um, Everyone sucks here. I'm not sure that you guys are actually all that good of friends. When you say we're talking, do you mean like headed towards a relationship? Because based only on the information that you've given here, it sounds like a terrible idea of friendship. And then OP responded and said, oh, no, we weren't anywhere close to a relationship. Well, it doesn't sound like you were anywhere close to friends either. No. So maybe they were just talking. Who do you just talk? Why would you ask someone you're... They can't. Right. Like, why would you ask somebody you're just talking to to do that? Hey, can you go give me some groceries? I know we haven't talked too much, but, like, we're talking. Like. Weird. Absolute weird. Well, those have been our Reddit stories for the day. I know it wasn't all that juicy and crazy like last week's episode. Um, But, you know, I wanted to try and keep it in the COVID or the quarantine world of what people were going through back then. And these are the ones that popped up that I thought were interesting. When do you think there's going to be a COVID musical that comes out? I hope never. It's going to happen. I hope never. Maybe on the 10th anniversary. <laughs> um, I can't believe we're entering the third, though. That's crazy. Yep. Three years since the world has changed. Three years since I have paused my life. And today I'm unpausing that motherfucker. Beep. So, yeah. Back to life before COVID. Back to reality. Cheers. Clink. All right. Well, that has been our episode this week. Is there anything you want to say to the people before we go? I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Love. Kisses. Mwah. All right. Well, remember to always lead with love. And that one One blood blood a a day day keeps the bullshit away. All right, y'all. 
have a wonderful day. Ciao. Bye. And comment where you were when 2020 happened. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Like, share, subscribe, all those good things. Bye. Bye.